I've got one question for you. Why'd you bring that up? Why'd you bring that up? Don't you believe that you, yourself, caused, brought on all these problems? You needed me. All I had was my physical and mental powers. Yo, this is the, this is the guy that we had Why'd you bring that up? Well, I'm Taylor, and we are here today to talk about Nick Gage again, and it's all Taylor's fault. I don't want to talk about him that much. I just want to talk a little bit about him. It was well, interesting. The stuff is interesting. Well, it's all because of Matt Cordana. So to set the stage, Nick Gage and Matt Cordana have been going back and forth on Twitter for like two, three weeks now. Do you remember what the original blow was? Because I don't either. I think Matt Cordana just said something. And Nick Gage was like, fuck this guy, MDK, MDK. And it's, uh, dude, why you got to come at my guy? I, I've i been an avid supporter of the Cardano machine have you? on this podcast. Did we, have we supported Wait, have that you just? I don't know. I don't feel like. Remember, he, because, so here's the background. I'll rehash the story for everyone, I guess. Matt Cardano worked with a meal delivery service that I used to work for. Like he gets food from them all the time, eat right. And so that made me really fall in love with him. But I also loved him before that too. So. I don't know that I'm, I don't have a problem with Matt Cordona. Like let me first preface it with that, but I wouldn't say I'm his biggest fan. Like when I see him on the raw, on the night of like a card, I'm like, okay, whatever. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Is, is it weird? This was special, though. I've never seen... I don't know. Like, I've watched a lot of his shit, and nothing ever seems to really draw my attention like this did. Well, is it because he definitely had those John Moxley vibes? Yeah, it's something to draw heat like that. It's an interesting way to draw heat. And I think that that's a special thing to do. I don't see him do that much of that for me, so I don't know. Well, so if I remember correctly, too, he was booked somewhere completely fucking different a couple hours before this show or, like, the night before. So for him, or even the same day, so for him to just fly over to GCW and make this appearance, it was some big dick energy. It sure was, dude. Honestly, good for him. I hope this goes well. And the absolute heat he got from that crowd, they wanted to kill him. Let me put it like this. So, I don't know the last time that I've seen this many people talking about anything that wasn't AEW or WWE related. Like, an, another company? Out of the blue? You know what I mean? This was a big move for them. If I'm being honest, I see a lot about GCW, but that's just the circles. But I, I mean, even I see the WWE people talking about it. You know what I mean? Like, I'm catching them making videos and making statuses about it, and then I'm like, oh, shit. Well, you also have to consider that, I mean, Nick Gage with Dark Side of the Ring has it's, become more okay. and more popular. That you know makes what I'm more, that makes sense. That makes sense. Wow, amazing what Dark Side of the Ring can do for you. That series is blowing the fuck up, and now they're like Vice has kind of realized how popular that series is, and they're like trying to cash in on it by doing the China series now, or at least one would think. You know, I hope that they don't do what I think they're going to do to her. Well, tell me what you think they're going to do to her. I don't. Okay, I love her so much. And like this. Okay, I know this isn't. Is this the place to even talk about it? Is it, is it fair to talk about the things that she did that are kind of bad-ish? You know what I mean? And well, like, what do you mean? <sighs> Hit me I with saw it. the porno on. Uh, it, it doesn't go great for me. You know what I mean? Like it makes me sad. And I'm afraid. 
to watch something to make me relive that sadness. I can get that. So it makes like, me sad. Like dead really, porn stars really bum sad. You out. No, it's not that. It's just this, <laughs> that's rough. That's so rough. Like it's just a rough. You can see like it's just a rough video. You know what I mean? Well, like it makes me uncomfortable because it, I can see how sad she is in it almost. Like you can feel her pain, and it's just like, ugh, God. Dude. So let's like, have that conversation real quick because you, she's not the only one who's had that situation. Sunny. Yeah. Sunny yeah. had the exact same situation. She was uh. Not the happiest camper to be there, I think, I think is a good way to put it. It comes with addiction, though. You always, I don't know, I have a lot of friends and family who have had that problem, too, and, it, and you s- tend to see them in pain a lot. And, like, it really tears me up. And it's like, she's someone I always loved and respected in the ring. And, like, to see that side is just like, you know what I mean? Ugh. <laughs> well, unfortunately, China is one of those people who don't get nearly enough credit that they deserve because of how things went down towards the end. And it's so unfair to see situations like that happen, but... <sighs> I try to... Nowadays, like, I've been trying to, like, think of things a little differently, and I just don't care so much about that as I do what she did in the ring. Like, she was so special, dude. Like, such an aura about her. Like, I don't think... I, don't, I hope that, that... I just hope this documentary just leans a little bit to the, the way of being positive you know what i so mean so you're like, basically saying you hope it's not a hit piece like I, the AEW yeah. macho man thing yeah so i think a lot of times those AEW, a and e documentaries are kind of like positive ones i was surprised that the macho man one was so not positive because the other ones seem to not really be like that well, you know what i mean a lot like, of the times you have to keep in consideration most of them that they're doing the people are still alive it's a lot easier to get away with saying some nasty shit when the person is dead. Well, they didn't say it. I can tell you that most of those ones, like the Steve Austin one was a straight fluff piece because he works there. And like, you know what I mean? And like the Roddy one was the same. And I don't have a problem with that because they both deserve their flowers. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, that's not me saying don't do that. But it's like, I just don't understand that. And I'm really worried, especially because it's Vice. And I feel like Vice is the type of company to do one of those. Like what? Those like low blow, piece? those low blow hit piece documentaries for views. Well, what? It's one of those things. Like, what do they get out of it? Though? They get views. People are gonna watch that motherfucker, especially with how popular wrestling documentaries are right now. We have three different brands of wrestling documentaries, just like we do regular ass wrestling. Well, you see that WWE sees all the popularity coming from Vice's Dark Side of the Ring, and they're like, oh, well, we got to fucking cash in on this now. And now with them not having the network, it's even harder for them to make those series. So they're like, hey, let's partner with A&E, get all of that fucking money, and do the same thing we've already been doing. Have you refreshed Peacock lately? They're coming around, dude. What do you mean? The, The library is becoming the library again. Like, two months ago, they had no NXT. Zero. They had, like, two pay-per-views. Like, TakeOver, the main TakeOver, and, like, you know what I mean? Now they have them all. Do they have Legends House? I didn't look for Legends House because I don't have any interest in watching it unless we have to record about it. Well, let's go ahead, for the podcast's sake, go ahead and check if they have Legends House. Because I'm interested, but, yeah, I just it's gotten a lot better, bro. The last few things I've looked up have been there, and when it first started, I don't think they had had the library on it because there was a lot of shit I would look for, and I would be like, damn this motherfucker ain't on here like this ain't even that weird and then the other day i went in there and they they had them all so i was very impressed to finally get to watch some nxt again i hate to sound like that old like blown out kind of guy but it's the peacock deal still isn't doing it for me and it's just more ammo in the argument that hey wwe is getting ready to sell 
You know it's what I possible. mean? They're trimming so much fucking fat. I, I think that what I get out of this is more than just wrestling. So I think it's a worth it trade for me now, especially now that we're finally starting to uh, get a little bit of what I want back. You know what I mean? Like it's it's finally starting to get there. And then you got the office on here. You got all those Harry Potters. So you really can't complain that much. You know what I mean? I'm going to go on a Harry Potter marathon. It's going to be raw. I really, this might sound horrible. I have not used Peacock almost entirely outside of a couple things here and there or the live pay-per-views. You know I fuck I mean? it up, bro. I love this shit. I've been using your Peacock for weeks. It's my favorite. I think I've said this before, and I'll probably say it again. A lot of my time is just spent doing research on wrestling. You know what I mean? You would look at it now, though. It's getting better. You see? They're starting to get back to where you want. Look, they got Nitro. Seven seasons of Nitro. <laughs> at least they, you know, throw some fucking respect. Yeah. You know and they mean? have it's a lot so of WCW. Bad. Yeah, it's not so bad. 11 great American bashes. This is the shit you could get. Did you see what the next uh, Broken Skull session is going to be that's coming out? No, I did not. Ah, it's your boy, Mick Foley. Ooh, that's going to be interesting. Speaking of that, it's not his birthday anymore, but the day we're recording it, it's actually his birthday. So happy birthday to you, Mick. Mick, 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 the man. My all-time favorite. What's your favorite Mick moment? <sighs> There's so many good ones. <laughs> you got a bunch in your head right now. Just pick one of them. Oh, fuck. I love putting you on the spot. It's part of the game. I can stall a little bit if you need time to think. I mean, so the uh, Here's Your Life Rock type or segment that he did, that's a really good mm -hmm. one. There's also the Mr. McMahon Socko situation yeah. when McMahon was in the hospital. That's super funny. And there's also just the boiler room stuff with the... Uh, no, I know what it is. ECW McFoley, the hardcore gimmick, the I'm hardcore, yeah. I'm hardcore, where he would just... Like, he would work super vanilla matches, be specifically because people wanted him to run death matches. So he was like, all right, cool. I'm hardcore. I'm not going to wrestle at all. <laughs> and he would just do, like, fucking rest holds the entire match. <laughs> that, without question, is my favorite McFoley. Classic stuff. I was a big fan of this stuff when he was the GM. He didn't do a lot of wrestling, but it just really made me laugh. <laughs> it was really, really funny. No matter what McFoley does, he's perfect at it. Yeah. I think with... Uh, all the patriotic holidays coming up, though, and before you were jaded, though, because I noticed they're on Peacock, we should watch some of the Great American Bashes. Yeah. The sure. summer the summer shows. Oh, yeah. I'm down for that, for sure. Well, damn it, dude. Unfortunately, after all of this shit happened last week with uh, WWE firing more people, we haven't really gotten too much more detail. Other than Alistair Black was sitting on an absolute sleeper of a fucking theme song. Great theme song. For it's him. definitely I mean, by Brutality Will Prevail. You're a big fan of this metal stuff. You know, I like a little easy easy listening music. I like a little Miles, Do Dave, not Miles Davis. let Taylor fool you. He used to mosh to a day to remember all the time. Now, -na 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 -na. I don't think I'm that no. guy anymore. I'd rather, you know, listen to a little bit of uh, Solange. He's definitely that guy still. So give me that Solange, uh, Cranes in the Sky. What you know about that? Beyonce's younger sister? You mean LaGrange by ZZ Top? I'm actually into LaGrange. I tried to have that beard one time. Do you know the only one? Is Frank Beard. Yeah, isn't yes. that weird that doesn't have a beard? That is one of my favorite fun facts of all time. Do you think they did it on purpose? Do you think it was like a discussion they had? Like Frank Beard had a beard at one time, and they were like, you know what? Frank, you got to cut it. You got to shave it. It's so much funnier that way. <laughs> It's just like a running inside <laughs> joke between the three of them. They think it's so funny and everybody else gets it. That's great. And I, I don't in. think we re really can top that this week. You're probably right. Well, ZZ Top, shout out to you. Please listen to our podcast. Technically, we're not even supposed to be here this week. 
Because Taylor's on vacation. I'm on a staycation bank. So instead of us putting out a new episode before you were jaded on Friday, you will be getting blessed with the Tots Pod debut. So keep an eye out for that. I think the week after that, we're going to be doing some fun stuff with uh, NXT, though, right? On Before You Were Jaded? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Or maybe... No, wait. It's June. We'll uh, save Great American Bash for the 4th of July. I just want to talk about Aleister Blackmore. You already know what it is. I do love me some Aleister Black. I thought you were going to keep the flow going. You ruined it. At God Fieri. At Taylor Hasler 1. At Jaded Rasslin. At Kevin... Not Kevin. At Kevin. At Jobin Rogue. At Redbeard Pirate 1. Hey, see if you can sing the rest of it. <laughs> at Tots Pond. At Ear of Pond. At Duke Bags. I don't know how no, to spell it. I know how to do it now. It's Duke underscore B-A-G-G-S. There you go. Taylor's responsible for that for the rest of time. I've got it. I've got it. I actually went and found it out myself with some personal research. You know, he just texted our group chat. Secretary for nothing. Yeah, just texted our group chat. Come on, just let me have this secretary nickname. Wouldn't that be dope? I'm the secretary. (laughs) All right, secretary. Don't say it like that. You kids, you can't say it like that. You gotta be like secretary. Well, tell them about reviews. Oh, yeah. Uh, make sure that you subscribe and then unsubscribe and then subscribe. And if you don't leave five stars, I'm going to think that you don't love me. And Taylor already doesn't think you love him. So <laughs> there's that. Please change that for us, people. But, yeah, thank you for always uh, listening to our podcast because you're amazing. Or if you're new to the ride, uh, welcome to the family, bitch. Oh, I got something. Don't yell at me. If you had one person that you would want to listen to our podcast this week, anybody, who would it be? David Arquette. Okay, I got. Well, I think we should do this every week. We should just name a person that we think should listen to the podcast. I love you, David Arquette. It's uh, always going to be David Arquette. Mine this week is Charlotte Flair. She's not going to listen to the podcast. Well, do you know? I can dream. Oh, God. Dream. Are we going to talk about Andrade popping up oh, in AEW? Oh, fuck. See what I do? See what I do? A good segment that leads to more content. All right, guys. Guess what? Outro's not done, motherfucker. We'll just go. That could be the outro, but we're going to talk about Andrade El Adillo. Oh my god! I, I marked the so fuck bad. out. I also, I so got the tongue problem. I just want to say this: having dynamite on a Friday night is such a pleasant twist. You know, being I think I said it before, like a week or two ago, but not having anything to do on a Friday night, I love being able to watch SmackDown and Dynamite back to back and drink a fucking beer and lay in bed like a real adult. That's a a man's man's life. So when he popped on, you got you popped on a big I bone. So fucking so well. So if you bone look alert. at history, after every pay per view, they do some kind of big reveal, and so it only makes sense. But to have Andrade paired with Vicky Guerrero for the time being, I say, it's very interesting. But I think he's going to do amazing things. And he's going to fuck some people up. I can't wait. You're going to be so surprised. You'll be like, why didn't WWE book him like this? They should have. They've always fucked it up. They can't do it right. What's new? God damn it, man. But yeah, that was hell sick. hella sick. Sorry about that, though. Keep what was my- that, bro? That was weird. I'm sorry. I'm... <laughs> I'm just fucking with you. Have you ever had a rough week that just never ends? (laughs) I love the sentence that starts with, have you ever had a rough week? Dot, dot, dot. That never ends. (laughs) Dun, dun, dun. I'm in perpetual abyss. Oh, man. You're abyss? That's dope. That's a good wrestler. I love abyss. And on that, we love you, abyss. Good night and good luck. (laughs) We could have just ripped for longer, Will.